Uh, I remember I had this band Victims, but it's spelled V-C-T-M-S. Their, their vocalist like was really fucking into it. And he was so into it that like, I remember he like, told someone he wasn't feeling well, like mid set. And then he just like, this was at Duffy's and then he just like fucking puked all over the stage and then it kept going. And it was, it was so, it was so sick. Welcome back, Bannock folks. You're listening to another edition of Bannockdotes. That's right, the show that holds it down for the underground sound here in Ontario, Canada. We take musicians from the genres such as hardcore, metal, screamo, punk, anything with the distortion on. And we feature all sorts of kind of music throughout the episode from all these bands from Ontario. Uh, And we also take some of these people from the music scene, whether they're promoters, photographers, uh, people in the bands, anything involved with the band music culture. We bring them on the show and have them tell some of the wildest stories they have from being around bands and working with bands and all the silly anecdotes they have from working with each other. Hence the name. Anecdotes, And I'm your host, Phil Paxton. Thank you for tuning in today. We got a great one for you. But before we get into it, don't forget to like and subscribe, you know, in whatever podcast app you're listening to, whether it's Stitcher, you know, Spotify, Apple. Make sure you stop right now. Go to the bottom or to the top or wherever it is. Click follow, subscribe, rate and review. Give us the five stars there. Write a comment. Be like, yo, Phil, you're sick. Something cool like that, and uh, and uh, yeah, tell a friend about the show. Most importantly, tell your friend about the show. This whole show is just to try and spread the good word of all the good music happening in Ontario, um, because it can be hard to uh, stop and smell the roses. And uh, even from doing this show, I feel like I'm only covering you know like a small portion of the music scene, and that's why I need your help. So uh, if you have tunes coming out, if you're in a band uh, and, or if you want to be on the show in any capacity, uh, just shoot me an email, banecdotes at gmail.com, and uh, we'll gladly get something done. Uh, I also feature uh, an episode at the end of the month. It'll be coming out this Friday called New Music of the Month episode where I take all the bands that I think I've captured in that month. I, ch- I try and aim for about 16, uh, 16 songs. Uh, and then I, yeah, showcase all the, the music that came out of that month uh, from all these really rad bands that are from Ontario, Canada. And, uh, and I also do another episode called Throwback Thursdays, which is pretty self-explanatory. I'm playing old bands that, you know, aren't around anymore. Um, so if you were in an old band and have some old files that maybe didn't necessarily make it to YouTube or definitely didn't make it to Spotify, they probably made it to MySpace, uh, but you know, MySpace is long gone now and their music, uh, they had like a botched backup system. So any, any music that was on MySpace is long gone now. Um, so if you have an old band or an old project that you want me to talk about, that's from Ontario, Canada, shoot me an email. That's what I'm here for. Like I, I just want to, there's no gimmick. There's no catch. I just want to feature bands. I just want to talk bands. You know, I, I, that's why I'm, that's why I'm involved with bands and whatnot. It's just, I love it so much. And, uh, I, I nerd out about it as much as I can. And, and here I am. I got my own podcast about it. That's how much of a nerd I am. <laughs> 
But before I get into my guests this week, I'm going to go ahead and list some concert dates that are coming up uh, at the Warehouse uh, venue here in St. Catharines. October 28th, we got the Electric Dead with their fourth Halloween extravaganza with guests as such as Charles J. Hunk and the Trainwreck, The Wake, and a terrifying sideshow from the world-renowned Phoenix Fire. October 30th, we got Cowboys from Hell, a Pantera tribute. Alongside with them, we got Roots of Chaos, a Sepultura tribute, Astro Creep, a White Zombie tribute, and opening up, we got Wolverine Blues, an Entombed tribute. Definitely check that out. November 5th, we got Eaten by Sharks, alongside the Metalheads of Duskwalker. And uh, Skycott Fire is opening up that show. That's going to be such a rad show. Uh, And if you haven't gotten your tickets already, the Dirty Nil are doing two shows here in St. Catharines on the 19th and the 20th. Um, It's sold out, so if you don't have your tickets, uh, you're out of luck. Uh, But hopefully you do, because that's going to be a great time. I love the Dirty Nil. They're a great band. This week, my guest is none other than Sally Wolf. Now, she was fantastic. She is uh, mainly a promoter out of Toronto, uh, but she just started up uh, a new band called Glue, spelled G-L-E-U-E. Make sure you put that in there. It's uh, not just the regular spelling of Glue. It's got the G-L-E-U-E. Um, and they're like a shoegaze band. They just came out with like a two-song promo. And uh, yeah, Sally talks all about, uh, you know, her getting together with the new band and starting. The, this is her first band, which she's really excited about because um, she said she's always wanted to be in one. Uh, but she's always been in features. She's done features here and there. I've definitely seen her run up on stage for a cold shoulder set and, you know, jump on the vocals. So like, um, I think... Her playing bass and being in a band came just kind of naturally, especially just being around bands and promoting them. Um, like a lot of people really know her as a promoter first, uh, but I'm excited that she's got some music out. And uh, I, we sat down and we had a great conversation about all sorts of, you know, Ontario music and bands and, uh, you know, the lack thereof to her stories because it's a brand new band. But she still had some funny anecdotes up her sleeve. Um Awesome. So I'm going to get the show started off with a glue tune off of their 2021 promo. Uh, this song is called Glow by Glue here on Banecdotes. <laughs>
Good evening, Sally. How are you doing today? I'm doing fucking wonderful. You told you told you told me I could swear, so I yeah. started off like that. <laughs> <laughs> lovely, lovely. Uh, so by now, I've let the listeners know what you do, but tell us in your words what you do for the music community. Um, I'm primarily a, a concert promoter. I love to put on hardcore shows in downtown Toronto, um, which is very fun. Sometimes difficult to do, um, but nonetheless, my favorite thing to do. Um, and recently I, I joined two bands during the pandemic and well started two bands. So, uh, I guess I'm adding more, more things to the roster, to my roster in terms of the music scene, but I'm primarily a music promoter. Uh, what are the new, uh, what are the bands that you, uh, are, are playing in? I know glue. Yeah, there's glue, uh, that, that just, uh, signed to new Mor- morality zine, um, out of Chicago. And then there's uh, a different approach it's this punk hardcore band that I've been working on for the last like year or so with um, my friend Ben Duso, who used to uh, play drums in Madball, Throwdown, um, and a death for every son. So from Montreal. So oh, right on. That's sick. Yeah. No, he's he's really really cool. <laughs> and a couple other uh, people from Toronto, and it's just a really cool. Uh, band we got going on we don't have a singer at the moment so if you're listening to this and that sounds like something you may want to do hit me up <laughs> <laughs> there you go right on that's a good way to put it out yeah really <laughs> now when you say you uh promote in toronto and they say it's difficult uh explain why it's so difficult i think it's a lot more difficult to promote in toronto and for like hardcore than it is i guess in a smaller town um because there's a lot of competition promotion wise so um, there'll be times even when I have a, a venue booked and then a venue will be like, yo, like this artist out of nowhere that's huge actually like needs this date. I'm so sorry. And then I'm like left with like no venue or, um, you know, as, as, as much as I don't like to admit it, hardcore is such a niche genre that, um, you know, only a specific community um, in Ontario enjoys. So yeah, it's it's hard competing with the big shots when like a big pop act comes in and needs needs the venue and whatnot. There's not a lot of venues in Toronto that are accommodating to loud music. I remember sometimes I'd I'd uh, cop a venue and be like, hey, like you know, I'm looking for this venue, and they'd be like, okay, like what kind of music? I'm like, oh, like hardcore, and of course they ask what what is that. Um, <laughs> that's a that's a whole story in itself. Um, but then like once I explain it, they're like, oh no, sorry. And, <laughs> You know, you don't have the option of, of uh, putting on house shows. I tried that. Uh, that went terribly, you know. I, I think I was there for one of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's just not possible in, in Toronto. Uh, you, you'll get the cops called on you. Or like I did, the neighbors will just come to your door and be like, what the fuck is going on? You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's just so many people in Toronto. I can imagine just because it's so uh, congested in there. It, it's You're competing with a lot of things, not even necessarily just concerts that night, but like comedy gigs and other sorts of uh, live entertainment and other things to do in Toronto. Oh, hell yeah. There's there's times when I've like had shows booked and then there's shows I want to go to myself and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, there, I remember there was a Jimmy Buffett show that I wanted to go to just and you didn't make it i couldn't make it oh didn't make the old jim jim buff show (laughs) (laughs) so you and a few other uh 
is it is it Toronto locals in glue as well? Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, I'm the only one that's actually from like born and raised in Toronto. Um, one of us is from Winnipeg. Um, one from Georgetown. And the other is actually from Iceland. Uh, my friend Finn just joined the band recently. Oh, super cool. Here from, from Iceland. So that's really cool. Um, but yeah, we're all living in downtown Toronto right now. We're actually all like a block or two within each other. Oh, um, that's that's neat. It's very convenient. Uh, so yeah, as you guys just released the, the two song promo. Now I know you as a promoter first, and I know you've done some guest vocals in other spots here and there, but have you played in bands previously to uh, glue and uh, uh, the, so I can't even remember the other band that you approach. mentioned. Yeah. A different approach. Yeah. It has a little, as a little uh, nickname, but <laughs> no, no, I have not actually, I've been dying to for the longest time. And, but I'm, I'm, I'm telling myself, uh that it's like it's never too late you know that's the i'm 27 that's not too old i've got all the time in the world in my eyes so oh, totally so uh yeah no it's definitely something i've always wanted to do um but i just kind of i, I used to play a shit ton of guitar in high school and middle school um but then you know and once i once i got into my early 20s i, I just kind of slacked off from that stuff and uh, now I'm just getting back into it and I love it, you know, just playing uh, music rather than promoting. Can't really promote anything right now. So yeah, <laughs> so that was going to be kind of my next question was like, is there any plans for the bands coming up now that uh, restrictions are slowly easing up? Um, in terms of like for my bands? Oh uh, yeah. 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 Both glue and uh, a different approach. I think that since since being in a band has been like such a goal of mine for such a long time, um, both as a promoter and a musician, I'm waiting for things to be like completely normal and at least for hardcore shows. So like all the power um, to hardcore shows happening. Like I, I first of all love the, the skate park shows are sick. Those are uh, rad. Yeah. yeah, those are sick. I got to give Matt, Matt like props to that, but. Um, yeah, no, like I, I see that there are some shows happening that are, are um, seated. And I, I, I think that's awesome because the music industry has to obviously keep going. But um, I think because uh, being in a band is something I've always wanted to do. If my first show was like seeing all my friends seated, <laughs> it, would break, it would break my heart. Yeah. So I'll, I'll wait as long as I have to um, for things to get normal. And same goes for being a promoter and putting on shows. Um, you know, I know that there's tons of bands, uh, tons of uh, my friends' bands in the States who are itching to come here. But I also don't want them to come here and like, <laughs> you know, it, it's a kind of look like a pub kind of scene. So, right. Uh, yeah. So, so that's where I'm at right now. I'm, I'm being a little bit patient. And I'm really, really excited for the border to open so I can get some moshing out. Yeah, we could just drive over to the border. Like, exactly. uh, I, I really wanted to uh, go. I, I, I didn't bite the bullet. I normally go to the to the season, like the Every Time I Die Christmas show in Buffalo. Yeah. Uh, but uh, this year I didn't because I wasn't sure what was going on with the border. Uh, but now they got iced tea playing. I, like I got uh, spirit boxes playing. They got a, they got a wild lineup. Oh, it's, it's crazy. I bought tickets for uh, my girlfriend and I for the first day uh, with 18 Visions. I oh, hell yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen 18 Visions at the, another Tid the Season that they threw. 
Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. They put on a hell of a show. That's sick. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. What got you into hardcore growing up? Um, I've been actually thinking about this a lot and pondering it um, <laughs> because I've been I like as a kid went through a lot of different uh, musical phases. I definitely started out in classic rock. That's what I was, you know, grew up on with my parents. But I, I owe all my uh, my love to hardcore to the Tony Hawk soundtracks. Hell yeah! Uh, like specifically underground. I know that everyone seems to love the pro skaters, and I guess that's the most nostalgic. But like for me, I, I love the soundtracks of Tony Hawk Underground One and Two. Um, like they have like Life of Agony on there and everything, and like Fear. I love Living in the City. Like that's just a great song that I love. Like when I'm walking down, like in downtown Toronto, <laughs> that it's it's a fucking vibe. So um, I, I definitely credit that. Um, what else? I, I I guess just you know with these weird mixed bill shows that okay occasionally come. I don't think they really happen anymore. They more so happen in like the mid two thousand and tens or so. But like you would um you'd go to a show and it'd be like i don't know animals as leaders of like terror on it at like the opera house. yeah but, like i think i would i think i would like go see like i don't know the ghost inside or something when i was like in grade 10 and then like terror would be on there and i'd be like who the fuck is this like <laughs> you know and so on and so forth but other than that there's also an, a one time where i saw um a blood for blood album in a local record shop and I was like, that's a sick album cover. And I just bought it without like knowing what the hell it was. And I fell in love with it instantly. So that's also another thing. What record was it by uh, Blood for Blood? Um, it was, fuck, what's the, what's the one with the skull, the black one? Something tomorrow is it? So I'm only really familiar with outlaw anthems. It's the one where there's like an intro and you hear a bunch of like drunk people and they're like two living in exile. That's what it there is. There you go. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Like, blood, yeah. Blood, war, blood. <laughs> <laughs> well, what a good choice for you to pick up in a random like like a record store, just being like, uh, yeah, it's a sick cover. Yeah. No, I, I I dug the little skull and everything, and yeah, then. Now I'm just too too far in in, in love with hardcore. I, I don't ever plan on outgrowing it or anything like that i know that it's like a, a very common stereotype that like uh, a lot of people have been asking me like oh like you're in a shoegaze band now like i know a lot of hardcore bands have like you know their members when they like break up like go on to form shoegaze bands is that what you're gonna do and i'm like no man like I, <laughs> I can join a jazz band if i want to and still hardcore is my number one thing like so yeah it's funny that you say uh tony hawk uh underground because that like especially the first one, I think like they delivered on all fronts, not just necessarily just like the punk and the hardcore aspect, but they put on like rap tunes in there. Like uh, like my favorite artists I came across because of uh, Tony Hawk Underground. I'm, one of my favorite artists is uh, Atmosphere. He's just like a rapper out of Minneapolis. Atmosphere is fucking sick. <laughs> and uh, I saw Atmosphere in high school. He was dope. Oh yeah, he's super sick, and I, and I still listen to him. He's a great guy, and like because. Uh, because of that uh, game, yeah, like I, I, you hear that a lot, especially with that game. Like it, it, it was a great game to play, but like, yeah, that those that music just dug into your brain because you were always playing that game for hours, right? There's no online really back then. Yeah. <laughs> they had the perfect mix of everything. I remember they have like um, 
that California Babylon song by Transplants. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was a catchy one. And, oh, the Dropkick Murphys. That was was another one they had. Classic, classic. Sally's Wild Safari was a show that you booked featuring some of your favorite Ontario bands. Who would play that show if it was happening the next weekend? Okay. Um, First of all, just want to say that was technically my first show ever. Really? And yes, that was my first show ever. Um, it wasn't under New Ethics or anything, but that was the first time I booked a show like at a venue, and I'm I'm to this day proud of that show. Uh, oh, it's yeah. a great lineup, and it was my birthday show, and I couldn't ask for a better birthday. Wildside and Millspec and and Shortweesh and Soul Sucker, R.I.P. I think Speaker was on there too, but yeah. great line. Um, if I, and we're talking Ontario bands only, if this was today. Yeah. Okay. I absolutely love Die Alone. Oh, they're so I sick. I think, yeah, I think that Die Alone released probably my favorite EP, uh, this, uh, this year for, for Ontario. Um, yeah, I'm really proud of that band. That, that band like sounds exactly kind of gives like a New York hardcore kind of pain of truth vibe to it. And I really love that. Um, who, there's a band that is going to be dropping an EP next week called Temper Trap. And they are dope. So be on the lookout for them. I'd, lo- I'd, I'd definitely have them on my Will Safari adventure. Um, <laughs> Temper Trap? Yeah. Um, Writing that down. Let's see. I would definitely have Millspec again because oh. <laughs> I, 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 first of all, think that band's just genius. And secondly, their latest album was incredible. And so I'd love to mosh to that again. Um, probably what my band, uh, Glue, or a different approach um, because that'd be cool. And lastly, uh, I'm going to have to give it out for no warning. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. That would be sick. <laughs> yeah. I, I love those guys. Uh, so uh, since the pandemic happened and we haven't been able to go a ton of shows, like I know that's slowly building up, but like it's when, when it happened, were there any other hobbies or pastimes that you got more into because you couldn't go to shows more? Yeah, I got obsessed with running. And that's all thanks to our, our mutual friend, Corey. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah. Um, he, like, a couple of years ago, like, um, he had this, on his birthday, uh, he signed up for a run, and then he invited everyone, all of his friends, and I went, and I did shit. <laughs> but <laughs> I, got, I got obsessed with it. Like, I didn't know that, like, if you run, um, like, a 5K or a 10K, that you get a medal at the end. And I was like, holy fuck, I haven't gone one of these since I was like 10. Nice. So, so like, I got like really into running. I, I started signing myself up for like 10K runs every day. Um, not every day, sorry, every weekend. And now I run 5K every day, or at least try to when I, when I wake up, not when I'm hungover, obviously. Um, right, right. When I can, um, I do. And I absolutely love that. Um, and of course, I've been getting busy with playing in bands. Uh, I play bass in both the bands. 
and do background vocals in both the bands. Well, now I'm, there's one, one of the bands doesn't have a vocalist. So I guess I'm just like finding little ad libs to do. <laughs> Sick. Um, but yeah, no, that's been really, really fun and um, really enriching for me. Definitely. Like I, I, the pandemic has been shit, but like, I think I've heard a, a, like, from a lot of people um, that it at least gave them time to like get in touch with themselves, um, work on their mental health, work on creative hobbies that they've always wanted to. Um, so for that, I, I'm definitely thankful that I got that opportunity to do that. And now I get to play shows with homies and I'm, I'm stoked on that. <laughs> I love to see all these, these bands coming out of the pandemic. Um, like, like I saw Cohesion. Yeah. Um, shout out Alex and Kyle in that band. Um, and who else? There's, there's just been so many that I can't even keep track of. Just but. right. Uh, with Tanner. Yeah. Right, right, right. Right, right, right. Just right. I, I mean, your band. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just like I, 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 I've definitely seen a lot, but you know, I'm just I'm proud, and that that really makes me happy for our scene because I I've always been like, man, why can't we be like these other scenes in America that are like so tight knit and like have like, you know, constantly new bands popping out, and I feel like we're finally on that, um, that side of things. So that's cool. It's funny that you uh, mentioned running because I've, I very vividly remember when Corey asked me to come to that run and I was like, um, yeah, no, I love you, buddy. We've been homies for so long, but I don't feel like I'm going to do that very well in that uh, race. Um, so happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> so what could have happened if you, uh, if you did go on that run, you could have uh, joined the shoegaze band. <laughs> it's true. Who would have known? <laughs> only time will tell i'll have to i'll have to run the next one i guess exactly <laughs> i'll eat my words on that one <laughs> uh, has a project too with you doesn't he yeah 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 we uh we're working on a project called druid uh and we're actually working on another release i don't know when it's going to come out we're just in the early phases of like demoing stuff shooting it back and forth together Corey and i've been in bands like him and I grew up together. We went to like school together and like, he's been in bands. He was in my first band and like, photos. they're sick. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Him with the like long red ponytail. <laughs> exactly. You with straightened hair. I, I, I was there too. Like I wasn't there with you guys, but I, I was there. Like I, I went through that phase as well. So I, I feel you. <laughs> <laughs> so you promote out of Toronto. What's the best gig you've ever booked? Best gig I ever booked. I'm going to have to say that was I Am Orthodox Boundaries, Cold Shoulder, and Bar Down at Baby G. Nice. Sick, venue, sick lineup. Can't complain. Great Moshi Mad Night, too. There you go. There you go. Was there anything that stuck out specifically? I think just the lineup. Yeah. Um, and the fact that I had Orthodox, who I think is an incredible band, um, they're really, really cool. I think they're the release that's about to come out soon is gonna be really sick. Uh, they're coming out with the new LP, but yeah, uh, it was their first time in Canada, and that's always such a cool experience for me. When I can, like, I think that's like one of my main goals of promoting is to bring like 
these hardcore bands or metal bands or metalcore bands, whatever, that I really enjoy from America that I see popping off over there to Canada for the first time. And uh, that's, that's really, really cool to be able to say and to help them help out these bands in that way too. Um, you know, they, they get to finally say like, yo, we've gone international, even if it's like, you know, five hours away. It's still, <laughs> yeah. it's still I like it. Um, <laughs> and yeah. What are some of your dream bands you wish you could book? Um, okay, first of all, Pain of Truth is definitely um, at the top of my list, as is Gridiron. They're two new bands that kind of came out of the pandemic with like, uh, Pain of Truth is like members of uh, Hangman, Reign of Salvation, um, who else? Life's Question, a whole a handful of bands. Um, oh, Buried Dreams. Yeah, it's like members of those bands into a New York hardcore band. I think they, they put out my favorite release of 2020. Um, Gridiron Sick. I definitely want to have Never Ending Game here for the first time. Yeah, that'd be uh, cool. I really love that band. Um, so, yeah, so bands like that for sure. Um, and then there's some like old timers, uh, like Death Threat. I'd love to have Death Threat here. Um, <laughs> I had Billy Club Sandwich here, which was pretty cool. And it was yeah. my first time in Canada. So that was really cool. Nice, nice. Um, but yeah, um, trying to think of anything else. There's there's just so much new hardcore coming out. So it's it's kind of overwhelming. One Step Closer is definitely another band I want. True, to yeah, they're a cool band. Yeah, I saw them here with the, they came here for the first time right before the pandemic started with Knuckle Puck. And they played at Sneaky D's, but it was, it kind of sucked because like, no hardcore kids really were there except like me and like five other kids <laughs> it's it sold because like knuckle puck playing at sticky d's i guess it's a very for like now it is a very rare thing right know? back in like 2011 that shit happened all the fucking time but, oh like, hell yeah they're a very opera house band now which good for them but mm. um so that shit sold out immediately and it was just like me and five hardcore kids. But you know what? I loved it at the same time that show because you could tell that there were so many kids who were there for pop punk and there for knuckle puck who fell in love with, who left falling in love with hardcore. Oh, totally. Once they saw like people started like two stepping to uh, the reach, which was the song they started with. You just saw like face, their face is like brightened and everything. I was like, man, this is why I love this genre so much. So fucking sick. <laughs> That's awesome. So lastly, before we get into some anecdotes, it's yeah. safe to assume that you pick up a lot of merch along the way from all the shows that you go to. What's some of the favorite pieces of merch that you've owned and acquired along the way? Um, I have wars. I'm okay. First of all, I really, really, really love unique merch. So if it is something that is not like an item of clothing, I love that shit. Same. Uh, I'm all about it. I, 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 when bands do hot sauces, that's my favorite. Exactly. Like things like that. So like I have, um, this is not like from a tour or anything, but like I have like a Chromax, a Chromax pasta. Um, <laughs> so that's, that's one of my unique things. It's Jamie. Ja no, sorry. It's hate breed pasta. It's, Jamie Jasta Pasta. Um, <laughs> I've got like a couple, um, what do you call those? Like compression shirts for like working out. And I got like a Crown of Thorns one. I have like a uh, Age of Coral Cro Cro Max one. 
That's awesome. I've got Warzone construction gloves. <laughs> um, I've got it all. I've got it all. Um, and like a ridiculous like amount of like crazy ass windbreakers and stuff. Like I, I think I have like a, a way to rest like Adidas tracksuit jacket, which is very Sopranos vibes. Like that, like that. That's great. That's great. All right. Let's get into some anecdotes. Tell me some wild stories from being in the shows and stuff, going to shows all the time and whatnot. What are some of the wildest things you've seen happen down at shows? Cause I can't imagine you have too many stories from being in a band. Cause you've, you just started being in a band, right? Am I? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we are, we are pretty wild. Just 
Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Just, just, just putting it out there. We are wild. It's going to happen. We're going to get stories. We, the party. we will have some good stories eventually, but for now, we don't got any. Right. Um, but the, the thing is, is that you, you asked me, like, go oh, think of, like, things that have happened on tour. I've actually never been on tour. So it's, like, it, all the experiences I have are just based off of, like, me, like, seeing uh, these shows pop up in America that are either in Detroit or Buffalo or, or Syracuse and being like, yo, I'm going to take a bus to there. Or like, if someone wants to drive with me, I'll, I'll go there. Um, so I'd say like, there was this, I'm going to start it off with my introduction to promoting. Um, there was two promoters. I'm not going to disclose their names just because, uh, crazy night don't want anything happening sure into that but they uh they were like yo uh i was 22 at the time or something like that and like yo i hear you want uh, want to be a promoter in uh, toronto and i was like yeah yeah man and they're like okay there's um you remember that like stay warm fest that used to happen yeah yeah silverstein and, right yeah so that was the they put it on and it the lineup was silverstein american nightmare Code Orange and Citizen, but Code Orange didn't make it over the border. <laughs> right. Uh, there was a big like winter, like there was like it was in the dead of winter, huge snowstorm. Um, and I I like, remember waiting outside the Danforth, and I got um. I I got a little VIP pass backstage and everything, and then I was just handed like I was shown an open bar. At a great, like for the first time in my life, and like there was all these people like there just being like, "Yo, like you want to be a promoter, eh?" And I, I, I got to hang out with American Nightmare, which is one of the coolest fucking things ever. And by hang out, I mean like I lost my phone that night. Um, <laughs> I went in some sort of like stretch limo with them and ended up at like. Um, in a rooftop hotel so I got to experience rooftop partying um <laughs> and then went to the Velvet Underground and it was completely empty and then partied in there just with them dancing on the dance floor with them nice nice um so I think after a night like that uh, of course I would be like fuck yeah I want to be a promoter um <laughs> other than the losing the phone aspect yeah um but yeah no there's there's been some like funny times as being um like putting on shows here uh i remember i had this band victims but it's spelled vctms they yeah. played they like they're they're homies with the uh, falsifier they've done a few runs with them um, are, are they canadian no they're american okay. i forget i think i forget where they're from there's there's too many states yeah <laughs> fans like i i did a podcast before and i was like I, like not like I did one like a couple months ago and I was like yeah this band from blah blah and I was like they're in my head I'm like nope they're not from that state like I just completely <laughs> um yeah but their their vocalist like was really fucking into it and he was so into it that like I remember he like, told someone he wasn't feeling well like mid set and then he just like this was at Duffy's and then he just like fucking puked all over the stage and then it kept going and it was it was so it was so sick <laughs> <laughs> and like not sick for the venue but I was like oh man and like he was like saying into the into the mic being like yo can we get a clean up on like the stage <laughs> <laughs> oh that must have been gnarly I wonder what, what that guy was eating 
Oh yeah, tour food I hear is uh, it's some crazy shit. <laughs> what what's your go-to gas station snack? Um, well, let's see. I I do love me some en route, so it depends on what's in the en route. Right. Uh, so like if it's, if they've got a Burger King, I'm going for a nice Whopper or some shit. But if we're in America, um, I'm definitely team. I would say I'm team Sheets over team Wawa, which is a very controversial opinion. Yeah. Um, but I do, I do like that. Like, I think you can put like, I, I'm a, I love a good meatball sub, but then when they have like macaroni and cheese or some shit and they're like, you can put the meatballs on the macaroni. It's so American, but it's fucking mind blowing, man. And I'm like, yo, give me that. That's disgusting. I want that. <laughs> my uh previous guest uh, uh kw totally was t- telling us about uh sheets and wawa says how it's like a, a rivalry like if you're a team you got to be one team or the other I think he think he was team sheets but he was telling me that like in, in like wawa's you just go up and like you just go up to like a kiosk and push a bunch of buttons and eventually like a sandwich like what you want on your sandwich comes out and you don't even really have to talk to anybody yes it's, it's- <laughs> perfect art and like it's the perfect way of eating if you are the most anti-social person ever <laughs> which sometimes i am so fair enough <laughs> if you were in metallica or were at the level of metallica mm-hmm. what would be your rock star dream writer what would be waiting in the green room for you all right endless pina coladas Nice. A bong. There you go. Um, Anything as like a special bong? Eh, maybe like a, a nice clear hoss bong or some shit. There you go. Like, you, you know. Yeah, a, a good one at least. Not an acrylic. Um, there you go. Uh, let's see. Some records probably. Maybe a Neil Young record. Love me some Neil. Um, some Oasis. Uh... What else? Oh, some spaghetti and meatballs. My favorite meal of all time. Nice Love spaghetti that. and meatballs. Yeah. Bada bing. Would it like prepared by anybody specific? I mean, you're at the level of, you know, Metallica. It's safe to assume that you get Gordon Ramsay. I I, I think I'd choose my girlfriend. Uh, there you go. Perfect. With with the last name Joanardo. Just <laughs> making good spaghetti and meatballs. So oh. shout out to her. Shout outs to her. Yeah, that's definitely it. Right on. So I've only got one more question here for you. Um, what are your top five favorite artists of all time? And I think I know number one, but start with number five. Um, okay. So to me, they're probably not going to be in order, but. Fair enough. We'll just be like five. I'm going to go with um, Title Fight, Oasis. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no warning. Neil Young. And I think, you know what? I've hesitated on this one for a while because I was like, maybe they're like too like new of a band. And I'm like, why would it why would a too new of a band like matter? Like, you know? Turnstile. I think Turnstile is fucking genius. And I definitely think they deserve to be in my top five. I've I, I've loved that band for a very long time. And what I keep telling people that's so special about that band is 
they keep their sound, but they're also in, like innovative. Every album is new. And I think the latest album kind of sounds like they, they dug through like their mom and dad's record collection and gained some inspiration. So they're like, oh, like, you know, like let's get this like drum sample that's on this like Peter Gabriel, like, you know, album and, you know, do something like that. And I think that's like, if that's a lesson that has to be in hardcore, I, I think that like people should take that one. Um, because there was a time when everything was started to sound like everyone was trying to do like the uh, early 2000s, like metalcore revival thing, like the disembodied sort of like panacord thing. And I, I just, um, and I'm, I'm cool with that. I think it's a cool sound, but I think when, when every band all over North America is trying to do it, it's like really refreshing to have that one band that's like doing that sort of sound, you know? So. Turnstile is so sick. Uh, they were a band for me that like I've always enjoyed. I've listened to them since their first EP and I've always enjoyed them. And I definitely remember seeing them on a bill where I was seeing another band where I was more excited about the other band. I think it was the Defeater show. And uh, I saw them and they took the show away. Their live performance is electric. Like it's just on fire. And that new record, Glow On, like... I I don't listen to records on repeat very much, but I've probably listened to that record like 20, 30 times already. That record is so sick. Oh, yeah. I listen to that running, in the shower, like in the car, everywhere. Like, it's, it's, a, it's just altogether a great record. Also, that show with Defeater, great one. I remember Basement was on there, too. That's right. Basement was on that. Yeah. They're not a band anymore, are they? Uh, I think they are, but their guitar player is very busy playing guitar and fiddlehead as well. So, oh yeah, fiddlehead, they're a rad band. They're so rad, and they played at Duffy's too, which is like when bands play at Duffy's. I know that's a very like, I don't know. Some people, some people are like, I love Duffy's. Some people are like, oh, it's too small. But like, I I ride for that venue. That venue's sick. Um, it was on like restaurant makeover, wasn't it? Was it? That's amazing. I'm pretty oh, sure it was on something. Yeah, like Bar Rescue or something. And I had Creeping Death and Human Mouth there, which is incredible because now those bands are like... They're huge. Oh, well, they're huge. That's why I always tell people, come to my shows. They like they. <laughs> there's sometimes like times when like, you know, the tournament will be like, eh. And then like six months later, like those bands are like playing the Opera House and everyone's like, yo, have you ever heard this band? Like linking the YouTube link. And I'm like... Yo, guys, like I was, I had them here like six months ago. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you were already on that tip. Come on. Yeah, man. Let's see. Let's, let's, hopefully we'll see, uh, you know, with things opening up slowly and, but surely let's, let's hope we see more and more people attending shows because the few that I've already gone to, I mean, it's only been to the, I've only been to those couple kill room shows and I don't even know if they're having shows anymore, but, um, they've always been fairly busy. Like they've, they've, it, it's been nice to see. Oh, I also saw Wildside played a, like an outdoor show in St. Catharines. It was, I saw that. That was great. Yeah. It was pretty interesting. Uh, they played an awesome set, obviously, but like uh, they played like this. Yeah. You saw like the set, it was like a portable stage on like the street and uh, it was a weird vibe, but like it, it, it worked. I think they pulled it off. I think it worked. Yeah. I love that. Also that there was a, a, sh a really cool show with like friction. It was like under a bridge in Toronto. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, there's like, there's a really cool uh, show that happened like under like 
um, a bridge in downtown Toronto. And uh, it was it was amazing. If you like check out my Facebook, you can see some videos of it. It's sick. But, but yeah, no, it's I, I think those those DIY shows are really, really fucking cool. Oh, hell yeah. I just just heard about friction. My buddy Connor told me about them and like I checked out that record. Uh, they're a sick band. They're such a sick band that I really, as uh, like as a Torontonian, I I'm really like into like Toronto <laughs> hardcore, like repping that shit. And that album cover is fucking dope. It couldn't get more Torontonian. It it really couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> you could tell I'm not from Toronto because of the way I said that. Yeah, no. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I heard it, but it's all good. <laughs> well, Sally, I think we'll end it there. Thank you so much for taking the time to do this with me. Where can the listeners find all the social medias? And if there's anything else you have left to plug or give a shout outs to, now would be your time. Perfect. Uh, you can find my band Glue, uh, Glue, ba- uh, Glue Band, both on Twitter and on Instagram. Active on both. Um, we just put out a promo with NMZ out of Chicago awesome label want to give a shout out to nick from nmc uh also my band a different approach we're gonna be releasing an ep soon um be on the lookouts for that uh you can follow us at a different approach band on instagram no twitter sorry about that <laughs> and <laughs> um who do i want to shout out i want to shout out everyone in both my bands i want to shout out everyone who's come to every new ethic concert that's really fucking cool um because that supported toronto hardcore ontario hardcore and my passion for hardcore so i love you and i thank you for that and um want to shout out my girlfriend my parents and my good friend russell who comes to all my shows and my friend graham also one of my best friends and awesome I think there Right on, right on. Well, we're going to end the show with Magenta by Clue. Take it easy, Sally. All right. Bye, guys.
Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Banecdotes. That was my conversation with Sally. We got the show started off with a song called Glow by Glue. And in the middle there, I played a trauma lane song called Nosferatu because Sally actually features on the song. Sally, uh, Nate from Gouge Out, and Cole from Single Wound are all on that track there. Super badass tune. And then we ended the show with a song called Magenta by Glue. Both those Glue tracks are available on their Bandcamp, so if you liked what you heard, go support them there. And while I was doing my concert listings earlier in the show, I got hooked up with a beat by my boy Musashi. So thank you for that. We really appreciate that. Well, thank you, folks. I'm going to get going. It's been a long weekend for me. I've had some silly stuff. I've done some silly stuff. You, you'll you see it soon, but Hellbent really got up to some... Some some mischief, let's just put it that way. <laughs> All right, I'm tired, though. I'm going to get going. Take it easy, folks. <laughs>